so UFC 296 goes down this Saturday from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, headlined by champion Neil Edwards against Kobe Covington. Let's talk about it before we do. My name is Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. So look, man, um, I don't want to sit here and give a preview of this event and kind of try and break down each fight. Um, I found this to be one of the more fascinating events of the year. Um, there's a lot of narrative and storylines going into this event, and I just wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. One of the main ones, obviously, is Ian Gary, who no longer is fighting on this event because he's managed to catch pneumonia. And um, I'm going to be making a separate video about that, which I'll be posting today as well. Um, I just wanted to focus on the guys that are actually on this card. Um, one thing that I did want to say is about half an hour ago, I saw on Twitter that um, Delaziz. Uh, the manager, he tweeted saying, um, Vincente Luque is an animal, a savage, sorry, he's a savage. Um, so I think Luque might be taking a fight against a very, very late replacement. And if I had to put money on it, it might be Bilal Mohammed because I know he was going to be weighing in as a late replacement for the main event should one of those two drop out. Um, so I'd imagine they're going to be fighting each other, but I'm pretty sure they fought each other recently. But anyway, let's focus on the guys that we know are actually fighting, obviously, provided they make weight. Um, and one of the more interesting storylines is Kobe Covington, right? Because obviously he's been inactive for so long. And the narrative around him going into this event is, why is he getting a title shot? Why does he deserve a title shot? And I was in that boat. Leon Edwards was in that boat. He said quite loud and proud that he doesn't believe Kobe Covington deserves it. But if I'm honest with you, as fight week has drawn closer, I'm kind of glad that Covington has got this opportunity. I'm kind of glad that Leon Edwards gets to fight Kobe Covington because I feel as though this will be a good, um, a good way for Leon Edwards to show just how much he's improved over the last couple of years, right? Because back when Kobe Covington was challenging Kamaru Usman for the title, a lot of people thought to themselves, oh, but Leon Edwards hasn't fought a guy that can wrestle like Kobe Covington. He hasn't fought a guy that can wrestle like Kamara Usman. Kamara Usman's already beat Leon Edwards. Um, and I think Leon Edwards has shown just how good he is in those two fights against Kamara Usman. And um, it'd be interesting to see how these two match up on Saturday night. <laughs> One thing that I wasn't so aware of that I've been seeing... Uh, that I'd, I'd seen over the last couple of weeks is these different conspiracy theories around Kobe Covington and why he's got this opportunity. And people were saying Donald Trump, Donald Trump rang Dana White and specifically requested that Kobe Covington gets this fight. And uh, <laughs> I, I personally found that to be quite far-fetched because I just don't believe Donald Trump cares about Kobe Covington. Clearly, he doesn't care about Kobe Covington as much as Covington cares about Donald Trump because that's just a, a really weird infatuation that he has for a politician for all intents and purposes. Um, but I can't, I can't see that being the case. I just feel as though the UFC just believe that Kobe Covington is the biggest name um, available for Leon Edwards and a guy that can generate the most pay-per-view sales against Leon Edwards. Um, I, th I think more people will buy a pay-per-view with Kobe Covington as a headliner um, than if it was Shafkat Rachmanov, who obviously is also on this card, uh, facing uh, Leon Edwards. Um, 
Leon Edwards, on the other hand, <clears throat> like, I'll be honest with you, he's my favourite fighter. He's my favourite active fighter on the rest roster at the moment because obviously he's English, he's a champion, and I like the way that he conducts himself outside the octagon. He's always been true to himself. He's never pretended to be someone the way Kobe Covington has done over the last five or six years. And um, it felt to me as though he was almost begging. He was almost begging for years for a title shot because he believed he had done enough in terms of the win streak that he'd been on to deserve a title shot, right? And I feel as though when he got the title shot, it was kind of begrudgingly like, all right, fine, look, here you go. Have your shot against Kamaru Usman. Let's get this out of the way. Then we can get these big money fights on. And I feel as though Leon Edwards kind of threw a spanner in the works. But I feel as though the kind of momentum, and I might be wrong. I might just be very kind of biased because like I said, he's my favorite fighter at the moment, right? But I feel as though like his star power has grown and I feel like he's definitely got the respect for his capabilities in the octagon but I feel like people are excited and interested in seeing him perform again and uh, not just in the UK but across the pond as well uh, but obviously I can't verify that because I'm not across the pond but that's just my how I kind of that's just how I see things right um <laughs> Pantoja against Brendan Royval right like to me it's quite funny because Pantoja kind of, you know, he had that kind of moment in the octagon when he won won the belt. Dad, are you proud of me now? Are you proud of me now? But after that, I haven't seen nothing. And I've seen nothing of Brendan Royval outside the octagon in the lead up to this fight. And I'm not saying that they should be sat there talking absolute crap about each other. But the storyline for this fight is when you see two flyweights fight each other, nine times out of ten, it's very, very entertaining, high-paced, technical, top-tier MMA. But there's nothing to really talk about apart from the fact that these two are going to fight each other and it's going to be entertaining. Um, obviously, they've already fought each other once before and I feel as though they both improved since their last fight. Um, and personally, personally, I'll I tell you what, I'll, I'll save my predictions um, for the end. The storyline for the Rachmanov and Wonderboy Thompson fight is quite interesting to me because obviously Wonderboy didn't fight Pereira because Pereira missed weight. And there was all this talk about how, you know, he deserved to get paid and the UFC weren't paying him. And it looked as though he was in the bad books of the UFC because they really, really wanted him to take that fight with Pereira, even though he missed weight. And, you know, there's a there's there's an opinion out there that this fight against Rachmanov is a punishment for not fighting an overweight Pereira, right? <clears throat> But to me, I believe Wonderboy when he says he wants to get back on the path for a title shot. And, <clears throat> excuse me, this event being on the same card as a welterweight title fight against Rachmanov, who a lot of people, myself included, believe is going to be challenging for that belt in 2024. This gets him back on that path a lot quicker than beating Pereira would have. Or Wonderboy, right? So it can't be a punishment if the UFC are literally giving him what he's saying he wants, right? Bear with me. So how can it be a punishment? Obviously, it's a very difficult, tough task given how Rachmanov fights, given how good he is, how technically sound he is, a variety of variety of tools he's got when it comes to striking. 
but also it's a come forward fighter and Wonderboy being someone that likes to fight on the back foot and likes to counter attack on paper he's a kind of opponent that Wonderboy would want right but because Rachmanov is so gifted when it comes to his ability on the feet will Wonderboy get overwhelmed by Rachmanov the way many others have that's what I kind of I'm looking forward to seeing Tony Ferguson against Paddy Pimlet. Tony Ferguson been training with David Goggins. That's kind of been making the news over the last few weeks. And um, to me, to me, like, Tony Ferguson still has the ability to fight in the UFC. But he needs to make adjustments to his fighting style because he just doesn't have the speed or the punch or strike resistance to be able to fight the way he did when he was at his peak. So to me, that's adjustments technically in the octagon to avoid getting hit and to avoid having to rely on his speed to assert control and dominance in a fight. That has nothing to do with motivation, endurance, discipline, hunger I feel as though he already has all of those attributes so for him to go to David Goggins to to show himself that he still has those attributes says to me that he isn't he isn't ready to accept that physically he's not capable of doing things that he once used to He's like late 30s. How old is Tony Ferguson? We don't say his age. Fucking hell, where is it? Uh, Born. He's 39. He's nearly 40. So if he's not able to accept that, how is he going to go in there and make the changes he needs to, to get back on the path to being a champion, which is what he says he's trying to do? Paddy Pimlet, he was a guy that his popularity peaked like a year and a half, two years ago. And it waned when he had his fight against Gordon. And a lot of people believe that Gordon won that fight on points. And obviously Paddy got the decision. He's the UFC's darling. He's, you know, Dana's favourite. He had that, or still, I don't know if he still does, but with that barstool deal. Um, He's managed to make a lot of money. For a man that is fighting at the level that he's fighting at in the UFC. Um, He won the hearts of a lot of Americans because of his hair and his accent. The way he looks. But once people get tired of that. Once people get tired of that. You have to display something new for people to latch on to. And the way you do that is by performing in the octagon. And by you know, saying and doing things outside of the octagon that that makes people gravitate towards you. I watched the the Media Day um, uh, interview press conference that he did. And I don't know, man. Like, before the injury, before the Jared Gordon fight, he was talking about climbing the ranks and getting a title shot. And I don't know whether he believes he's capable of doing that. To me, I got the impression that he looks at this as a way of making money for him and his family which is fine I'm not saying he shouldn't 
I'm just saying that I feel like there's a change in Paddy a little bit. He's not as brash and bold as he used to be. It might just be because he's trying to make weight and he just doesn't have the energy, can't be arsed with it. But that's the impression that I got. Um, Josh Emmett against Bryce Mitchell is on the card. Cody Garbrandt against Brian Kelleher is on the card. This card is stacked. It's going to be exciting. And me, me, dickhead me, I booked a weekend away to Prague, which is in the Czech Republic, in Europe. Hey, guys, I'm going to Europe. Um, and I won't be able to... I don't think I'll be able to watch this. So that's on me. I, I, but I did book it in August before this card was announced, or the names on the, this card was announced. But, yeah, I'm quite annoyed with myself about that. <clears throat> but as I've been thinking about this card over the last week or two, the thing that's kind of... The, the idea that keeps coming back in my mind is identity. Because Tony Ferguson, what is his identity? Like I've just said, he's working on things that he's already good at. And not, not, he's not capable of looking at things that I believe he needs to improve on if he's going to continue fighting in the UFC. It's almost as if he doesn't know who he really is. He doesn't want to accept who he really is. Paddy Pimlet. Is his identity a man that is famous for being one of the absolute best at MMA <clears throat> or is his identity being famous for his gimmicks <clears throat> that's something that we're yet to find out I think I know what the answer is right because I felt like his fame and popularity way 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 outshone what he could ever do what he, what he had the potential of doing in the octagon Kobe Covington, <clears throat> what is his identity? This man has attached himself to a politician over the last five, six, seven, eight years. That's all he talks about. He fucking turned up to this media day with a suit with Donald Trump's face painted on the back of his jacket with no shirt on. <clears throat> the gimmick's getting old. It's losing its, it's losing its value in terms of people wanting to engage with it. We've seen and heard that so, so much now. Like, <clears throat> if he loses this fight, what's left? Because I can't remember, like, I don't know what the real Kobe Covington is. How does he come back from this? Leon Edwards, what is his identity? He's a man that I believe is at his peak and he's never, he's never um, veered away from who he truly is. He's never said something out of character. He's behaved the same way he does. He behaved the same way now as he did before he was the champ. And <clears throat> he's been vocal about wanting to be go down as one of the greatest welterweights in the history of the sport. <clears throat> and this is an opportunity for him to show that. I believe Leon Edwards wins. I believe Pantoja wins. I believe Rachmanov wins. I believe Paddy Pimlet wins. Those are my predictions for the card. But I tell you what, man, I really, 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 really wish, I really wish I wasn't going away and I could watch this fight live because as soon as, as soon as this starts, right, as soon as this starts, like, I can't explain to you how excited I get <clears throat> when I see him walking out to this. Doing his gum fingers. <clears throat> the crowd going wild. Honestly, this is a fight that I am looking forward to so, so, so much. 
One of the ones I've anticipated the most in 2023. What a way to go out for the UFC for a successful year. But anyway, let me know what you guys think about the fight, some of the stuff that I've said, some of the storylines going into this event. Put your prediction in the comments below. If you've enjoyed the video, please do subscribe, like, follow, all of that good stuff. Share it with a friend. I'll catch you guys next time.